Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, wherever you might be in the world. Welcome to the Groovy Podcast. We are broadcasting, actually, my name is Ken Cousin, and we are podcasting or broadcasting this time live from Great Conf in the U.S. in Minneapolis, Minnesota. We're on the campus of, what is it, University of St. Thomas, I think it is? Yep. And with me is someone I'm very pleased to say is a good friend, but also the Groovy Core committer, one of the I think you've done more commits on the project than anybody else, right? Yep. Yep. Uh, Paul King, uh, one of my personal heroes, I have to say. You know, I know I say that every time, but it's still true. Okay, so welcome, and, Paul. And, and I'm happy to be talking to the newly crowned uh, oh, uh, Grail's uh, rock star. Is that the right term? Yeah, I think that's what they call it. Yeah. yeah. So uh, still, still warm from the. <laughs> Uh, handing over ceremony or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I was uh, now was at the second winner last year. Uh, El Eric, um, that's right. H Helgeson won, mm -hmm. right? And he's here, of course. Uh, so both yep. of us are here. Oh boy! But uh, yeah, mm -hmm. Jeff Brown totally surprised me. He he told me yesterday uh, to expect a message. Actually, it was the day before the I was going to be there. He asked me when I was getting in, and then he had Jen another OCI person sent me an email says, you know, we want to say something about the Groovy podcast. We want to advertise the Groovy podcast on OCI. That's the ploy they used. To tell mm -hmm. me this. And, and I was naive enough to think, wow, we might, you know, double our listeners. We could go from 10 to 20 or whatever. I mean, you know, we could really make an improvement here. So I thought, sure. So she sends me this message and asks, you know, about uh, how many Groovy classes have you taught and Grails and Gradle and and what's when did you start using and all this stuff and I'm like don't they know this stuff or whatever I mean I've talked to them before yeah eh, what the heck so I was supposed to get back to it right away but I hit a flight delay uh, in DC you know there was okay. thunderstorms and then yeah. there was this long queue to get out and I finally get into my hotel room at like 10 30 11 o'clock at night and I'm like I'm gonna go false. No, all right. I promised I'd get back to them. So I sent him the message. And of course, the funny part is, is that the next morning, I'm thinking, I don't know if I really want to go to Jeff's keynote. I know what he's going to talk about. Seen before. Said, but I did promise I'd go. And he is going to say something about the Groovy podcast. And so I go over to the room and Jeff comes over to me and says, you know, I might ask you to come up and say a few words about okay. And then that's what happened, right? He goes through the whole talk. He brings me up to say something about the podcast. And I answered a couple of questions and I mentioned the homepage, you know, and you know, the shocking part, the most shocking part of the entire, the entire event mm -hmm. was he said, how many people in here have heard of the Groovy podcast? And just about every hand went up. Yep. That blew yep. my mind. I couldn't believe it. That many people at least knew about it. So the, all 10 people were in the room? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So I go up there and he hands me this this grail and I don't have it with me now, but uh, on the next podcast. So because, of course, I have to hold this over Baruch's head. Right. Oh, well, I mean, yes. I got to give Baruch a hard time about it because, I mean, A, it's cool. And B, any opportunity to give Baruch a hard time is a good thing. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So at any rate, um, I'll show it on the next podcast or whatever. I was shocked. Uh, I was very happy, um, mostly because. It's kind of a lifetime achievement type of thing. It's not because of any particular so you thing can I did. You can retire any day now. Oh yeah, 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 that'll that'll work. You know, I yeah. think my wife will be happy about that. <laughs> but it's more like your bank manager tells you not not just yet. A little stay a little bit longer. Oh yeah, the financial yeah. people mm. will go. No, the people holding the mortgage probably like no, mm. that'd be bad. But it's more like it's saying 
all this time I've spent in the Groovy community is valued. And I love spending time in the Groovy community, you know, and Grails people and everything. And it's like, these are my peeps, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and I really enjoy this. So it's not like I was thinking to myself, it's not like I haven't done anything. I have done a lot of work in this, but it's fun, you know? It's not all yeah. joy, obviously, but I like the people. I like the community. I like doing this. Yeah. So whether you love or hate the technology, the community can't be beaten, can it? So <laughs> it's just a fantastic community. Okay. Yeah. And the technology is good with well, certain right. exceptions we're going to get to. Exactly. <laughs> right. <laughs> So at any rate, that's what happened. And you, I was part of the getting the, the cup was you weren't supposed to mention bring those up anymore. Oh, yeah, right. Because that yeah. was the problem is I, I had all these slides in my presentation, my first talk I was going to do, and I had mildly sarcastic things. And I'm thinking, I better not say that anymore. <laughs> right. I'm, I mean, I have I'm perfectly willing to admit I'm, I'm perfectly happy to be bribed, you know, feel mm -hmm. free. Mm -hmm. You know, my price is remarkably low. You know, really surprising. I'm, I'm saving up. Don't, yeah, don't, yeah. Don't well, worry. you don't need to worry about it. You know, but <laughs> others, Baruch, for example. You know. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Uh, okay, so that but leads. His, his price is a bit higher. Is that right? Well, I don't know what his price is. No, no, his price for you. Or for me? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, double, but, double special deal for him. Because if well, it depends. If he's asking me never to give him a hard time again, I don't ah. think he can afford that. Okay. Yeah. You know, whereas if he just wants me to say nice things about Baruch or Jay Frog, I can live with that. I mean, I mm. I never used the you know whatever. Uh, okay. We use it to, to release every version of Groovy. So, uh. Okay, so that's good. Hey, Baruch will be happy to hear that, mm, which mm. he knows, of course. And, and the Apache stuff as well. We send it out over both. We keep the Apache people happy and we keep the JFrog. He may not want to hear that, but the Apache people want to hear that, they especially because Groovy's an Apache project, right? That's right. Yeah. yeah. So we cover all bases. We, good. Keep, we keep everyone happy. So, how have you been enjoying the conference in general? What oh, it's been great. Yeah. It's, I, Really love, um, well, obviously hearing about all the, the wonderful things that are going on is always good fun, but, um, you know, as we just mentioned, the community is, is uh, a really great community and it's just great to be in... Uh, Certain exceptions, yeah, but going <laughs> on. Present company accepted. Yeah. Oh, sure. <laughs> um, so uh, it's just been really great to catch up with uh, many people that I've been working with for quite a few years now and just uh, also just speaking to people who are... Uh, using the technology out in production and loving it. It's, it's really helping their businesses succeed and so on. So it's just great to get all that feedback and interactions. Now, you gave the keynote this morning mm -hmm. on what's in 2.5 and what's coming in 3.0. Yep. And, I mean, I've actually spent time playing with it and reading about it, and I still saw a lot of things in there I was, I was not familiar with. Uh, I had no idea there were so many more AST transforms in 2.5. Yep. That I was not aware. I knew about the macro capability, but do you want to comment on any of the AST transforms that are in there now? Yeah. Um, actually, the um, so what the one, the thing, a very key uh, design principle of Groovy has always been extensibility. Mm. And the whole reason that the AST transforms were were there was so that, you know, if, this, if, this, uh, if the Groovy language isn't by itself in its raw form, isn't doing everything you need, mm. there's now an easy way to make an extension to get whatever functionality you need. And um, that's why AST transfers were put in place. And um, what we're seeing now is the fruits of that some few years down the track where lots of people have now realized that that's a great way to uh, uh, have new capabilities in the language. And some of those have been contributed back and we've sifted through the ones that we think are of um, applicable to a wide range of scenarios and they're the ones that have been merged in. So. So it's it's um, 
it's really neat that these things are showing up and they're kind of, you know, uh, another thing that Groovy's tried to do is um, uh, pain points in Java. Well, yeah. let's solve some of those, right? And these transforms are popping up and say, oh, it solves another problem that we've had for years and this solves it really elegantly and, you know, it captures all the best practice. And But it's so easy to use. I don't need to know what the best practice is necessarily. I can just go use a transform and it does all the work for me. When so. I talk to Java developers, I always show them at Canonical, for example, which yeah. that's now a composite annotation for all three and yes. for uh, equals and hash code and two string and tuple you were calling it tuple constructor. I've been calling it tuple constructor. I don't know, whatever e either it is. Way. Yeah. But I like that now that you can say like include names on the Canonical and it passes it through to the underlying ones, right? Yes. Yeah, there was something else you were able to do with that now that you weren't able to do before. Um, well, you, if you if you don't like the the things that ha as we've defined it, mm. you just make your own, make your my 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 canonical, and get rid of tuple and put a map constructor in if that's what you always want to use. But there are additional properties. I thought you added a canonical. Oh, that's there, what I was trying to remember. Well, yeah, yeah lots um, across all of the transforms now. There's much more consistent usage of all the annotation right. attributes. So there used to be. Like um, I can't remember which one it was on, but there was like an an all names annotation attribute, which hardly anyone ever needs to use. Yeah. But, but um, we used to throw away names that like would have a dollar sign in because they're kind of oh. in, internal names that yeah. we, we wanted to hide those things away. We, we, we won't we won't put that in your two string if you have a property, you know, secret dollar uh, log or something. Uh, we'd, we'd we'd hide that away, and it's, it actually can hide away things like meta class stuff and other stuff right. you generate, right? Right. So it was a good reasons for why we do that. But if you're if you're not got our internal stuff, you've got your own class and you've for some reason made a Java legacy class that's got a property of that nature and you want it to appear, you can just put an all name, set that to true and off way you go. And uh, that was just on one or two annotations that um, someone bumped into that problem at some point in their life and said, oh, I'm trying to use just dot two string yeah. and here's what I'm trying to do and, and we added it. And then we kind of thought, well, why should it be there and not, in, this, in the other places, it makes sense to be, and so we, on the whole, it's now much more consistent. I'm not saying it's fully consistent everywhere, yeah. but on the whole, all the places where we thought it made sense to add all those things, right across the board, you'll see all properties, all names, d different things that make sense. Well, I was saying when I when I show job developers, I bring up at canonical, I bring up at delegate because that always is a mm -hmm. big deal. At delegate, I I like does the delegation design pattern, you put it on an attribute and yep. then the API of the attribute is exposed through the container. Yep. But you said now in 2.5, you can put at delegate on a getter method, was it? That's correct, yeah. Yeah, so you could you got more fine grained control, if you will. Yeah, and, and so some people were, um, the delegate might change each time you call it or mm. there's some you know, round robining or might be lazily evaluated. So it's not a field that's set until you start using it and the getter is the thing that start, uh, initializes it all. Right. Um, and so they were kind of stuck. They couldn't use the delegate. And the, the other one I always show them was the, um, the add immutable. Yeah. Because that makes a big impact. People are like, really? Because it's so hard to make a Java class immutable. Yes. And we've taken that a huge step further. Right. Um, so immutable's been there for, what, since 2.1 oh, or something? Something like or that. Or a long time. Maybe 2.0. Well, anyway, not, not long after we had AST transforms, it was one of the first things that was brought in. Mm. And yeah, um, the Josh Block uh, rules yeah. uh, in effective Java, right? They, yeah. they they stand the test of time, and they still are the appropriate way to, to do those things. But some of the um, hard coded stuff we do for free, 
might not necessarily be the way some people wanted to, to do that. And so we had huge uh, numbers of requests. So 30 or 40 different requests over the last couple of years on, can you change immutable to do this? Can you change immutable to do that? And yes, we could try to keep growing it and growing it into this big monster and 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 so on and so forth, but it, it would have looked ugly. And it, again, it would be limited to the things that we added and uh, people would sort of be stuck. So we split it into its fine grain parts mm. and it's now it's a meta annotation as so well. There's a base immutable and there's all those other pieces. Yeah, yeah. And so you can say, so one of the things that you want to do, um, you want to do defensive copy in, defensive copy out right. for lists, for instance. Mm -hmm. And we do do that, but we use the which is a you know when we were doing it, it was the most commonly used uh, collection libraries around. Sure, but there's quite a few collection libraries now around, and people might have a corporate stand that says we use Guava collections, we use some other. Right. And so now you can just, uh, in a very fine-grained level, you can say, yep, I'm going to sl slot in my own property handler and I'm going to use the Guava collections when I'm doing the defensive copy in, defensive copy out, and a few lines of code. And now you've got a totally brand new immutable with hardly any work on your part. Right. And it's still got all the wonderful properties, but it's now, now got a different flavor for that particular scenario. Is that the one that also had the pre and the post properties as well? Was that an added immutable or is that in something else? Um, it, it percolates up to add immutable, but oh, it's, it's okay. coming both both tuple constructor and map constructor. That's now, what it was. Both, so tuples had pre and post added. Map constructor is a new one mm -hmm. for 2.5, and right. it's got them there as well. So if you put them in add immutable, it actually floats down to both of those. But the idea there is you can assign a closure or a method called reference closure, closure, yeah. the closure to pre and post attributes, and it mm -hmm. will run the pre-closure before doing the assignment of the properties. properties and then run the post after it's done, right? Correct, yeah. Which is, I mean, I didn't realize a lot of people wanted that, but as soon as you mentioned I thought, oh yeah, I bet that'd be a neat capability. Yeah, you don't need it often and it doesn't need to do much frequently, mm -hmm. but just the ability to do that means, you know, using Immutable was, uh, it was just a showstopper for some people because they had to have that capability. Mm. They've, they've got some corporate um, requirements that every customer they create the name field has to look like this, or the address has to not be empty, or you know some, some particular requirement that they needed. And when you're using an immutable, there's no way to ensure that. Mm -hmm. So they'd have to do lots of work to try to do that. And many of them just said, oh, we won't use immutable. We'll have to roll our own and they'd code it all up. Now they can easily do it, so that's great. So you, you mostly, when you talk about 2.5, you mostly spent time on those annotations. There were a whole bunch of AST transforms. Yep. And um, then macros. Was and macros, of course, because we've, we've talked about that before. Mm -hmm. uh, that all came from um, from Sergey Egorov, mm -hmm. right? And, mm -hmm. and that was the idea of being able to write an AST transform using methods that looked more like Groovy, you know, instead of having to write the, the yep. uh, tree manipulation code or whatever you call it. Yeah, so Groovy's compiler converts your source code into an abstract syntax tree. Yeah. And you had to be a guru in that AST oh, stuff yeah. <laughs> to, to, to do the transform stuff. Now, you still need a little bit of knowledge, but the bulk of what you're doing could potentially just look like Groovy code. So if you, you're trying to create a method with in your mind, you're thinking, I need these 10 lines of Groovy code added, you can write 10 lines of Groovy code, and that's mm. what gets added. And you can just inject little bits of... Uh, interpolated variables here and there for stuff that you need to, because you don't necessarily want hard-coded code all the time. You want variables and things 
Yeah, that dollar V. Yeah, 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 to the it, placeholder. And I think all that's documented in the, certainly there's something in the release notes, but I think it's actually in yeah. the regular guide. As well, Correct. Right? Yeah. yeah. So that, those were the big things in 250. I'm going to take a tiny bit of credit for the existence of 251 uh, because, yes. yeah, because well, <laughs> I tried well, to run. Believe, believe me, yeah. you weren't. You weren't the first on the list no, to notice no, uh, a couple of issues. Yeah, and that's going to lead us to some of the discussions yes. about three going on. And and of course, what was well, happening? Well, finish oh. finish the two five discussions around what you're just talking about because it'd be good for people to know yep. that they should be don't you know they should be skipping two five zero pretty much if they're right. So the run I hit, now others hit other issues, I suppose. I mean, I did the only major issue I hit is I took my regular. Gradle builds, you know, the ones that I had that were on 2.4 and I moved it to 2.5. And the problem um, was under, on Java 1.8, everything ran without an issue. Yep. So as long as I stuck with Java 8, which the vast majority of the industry is still doing, I think, uh, yep. I wonder how frustrated Oracle's getting about this, but we'll see. But there were no issues there. Everything ran just yep. fine. When I moved to Java 10, can, again, according to Oracle, there is no nine anymore. You know, we're on yeah, ten yeah, now, yeah. right? Then we What's hit the, the time. It's not eleven yet. No, yeah, right. right. Yeah, yeah. Then we hit the modularization problem, and the module problem is that uh, was two two ramifications of it. One is that all Gradle builds throw up this warning, but we'll come back to that. The real problem was is that the JDK has removed the Java dot Java X dot XML dot bind module yep. from the base SDK. That's right. Right. And therefore, and it turned out Groovy was expecting that module in the library. So even well, when it, the, go ahead. The sad part is only in 2.5 have we added the Jaxby extensions. Oh, really? Correct. I mean, they hadn't been in there they prior? They hadn't been in there prior. Oh, my God. I didn't even know that. I mean, again, yeah. it never came up for me as a problem. Yeah. So the Jaxby extensions got added. Then you tried to run on, on Java 10, and they didn't exist no, anymore. Because they've decided that Jaxby's a Java E thing. It's right. Not, and not if you, an SE thing anymore. So. Which they don't talk to the people I talk to. You know what I mean? That's yeah, not yeah, my yeah. experience. But yeah. all right, fine. Yeah, yeah. But the problem was is if you're running in Java, then there's a flag to add a module. Right to add something to the module path, no big deal. Dash dash add dash module, I think it is. You know. Yeah, yeah. But there's something. But what do you do when you're in Groovy? Mm. And there was no corresponding flag, and even worse, Gradle had nothing. You know. Now the all the advice to, to how to fix this in Java projects involved adding the actual jar files, the actual dependency for the API Pro and the and the implementation. Pro provided you're not running on Java 8, in which case you don't want those in your. Exactly. So you had that problem too. Mm. And of course, what do you do in, in Groovy? So I struggled with it. My, you know, I banged my head against the wall for a couple of days and that's about a day longer than you should in the Groovy world, you know? Mm -hmm. So first I contacted uh, Ben Mushko, you know, formerly of Gradle, you yeah. know, who left and he came up with this bizarre Gradle build file. Bizarre to me. I mean, I've been well, teaching Gradle and there was, it's, You'll see code very similar to that in the Groovy build. So you would have, uh, you okay. would have, you had another source you could have potentially got that. But I mean, what he suggested was very good. Oh, it worked. I yeah. mean, he had an idea, but it's stuff. Basically, I never would have come up with it looking at the user docs and knowing what I know. I mean, it, it involved understanding of how these things were processed under the hood. Yeah. And I thought, well, I'm also going to take a chance and I'm going to contact Paul. You know, I thought I'd send it to you. And of course, you came back with, well, duh, add a configuration that brings this in when you need it. And I wrapped it in an if statement, and suddenly things were working. Mm. And I thought, well, this is a much cleaner solution. I wonder if I have to do this all the time. At which point you said, 
if you wait till tomorrow, yeah. Groovy 2.5.1 will fix the problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's it's fixed now from the dependency side. Right. We didn't get all the stuff fixed for the if, if you're running the Groovy console on 10 and stuff like that. Right. You still got to do a few tweaks if you don't want to get some warnings. You so, have to set an environment variable and all that. Yeah, right? yeah. So with 2.5.2, we believe, which is ready to come out soon, whenever we hit the button, probably try to fix a few more bugs and then we'll right. push that out. Um, that should go away for you, all the command line tools as well. Hallelujah! I mean, because yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I I apparently am ahead of the curve and finally deciding. Okay, it's time to upgrade to Java ten. You know, I mean, it's time to run things under that. That's right. It's it's it's, it's going to be expired. Yeah, I mean, eleven's out of, in September, right? You know, it's going to be expired in a couple of weeks. I guess I should try it. And I wrote a stupid book on Java. I ought to be able to. You know, I, I feel like that. Mm -hmm. By the way, somebody, I have my two repositories for that book. I have. The book for the Java 8 recipes and a book for the Java 10, which was nine recipes. Okay. And Java 9 one, of course, I put it in modules. Okay. In Java 8, I thought, well, if I just put a, a module-info.java file in there, you know, I could declare a module. And supposedly the Java 8 compiler would ignore that. Mm. Well, that turned out not to be the case. Yeah, there's know? ways to make it. Be hidden under the covers, but you got to do some little bit of work. I couldn't figure out what it was. I'd have to Google it. So I'm mm -hmm. currently maintaining can, two separate repos. I can give you some hints, but I'll do that offline. offline yeah. yeah, I did in fact recompile all my code and run it under Java 10, and it all ran fine. So I mean, I didn't have any issues with it. Yeah, yeah. But this is going to be a transition for much of the industry, and I still believe that the the creators, the the maintainers of the language of Java do not really recognize the disruption they have caused and will be causing, you know. Unless they do. Oh, you think they don't care? <laughs> or you think they want this disruption? Maybe, I'm not sure. I don't know, yeah. You could, you, I, I can dream up some conspiracy theories. <laughs> this is I the don't environment. Have, I don't have any evidence to back any of them up. Anyway, so. so your point is, is that 2.5.2 will remove even the necessity to modify my Gradle build file. Um, What's it gonna do? No, so, um, if you want to uh, use Groovy mm -hmm. with 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 the Java 10, you'll be fine in many scenarios. Mm. The thing where you'll still need to do the little like the configuration trick mm. will be if you want to create a build that works across eight and ten, for instance. Oh, okay. You'll okay. still need a little bit of uh, working. So we'll have to your... document that somehow. I mean, either a blog post yeah, or something. Yeah. But I'll, so I in mean, the, I'll, I'll in the that. release notes, it currently points you to the build. thing to that in it. The release notes for 252? Mm -hmm. That's why I haven't seen it yet. Well, I haven't, I was, they're not published yet. Yeah, so. which is good. So I was going to say, I did. I was going to say if I missed something after I was digging in like that, I would have felt really bad. But okay, so that's there. Now, of course, the other problem is the big one. And it's one of the things that's going to be addressed on the path to 3.0. And yep. it's the fact that now you have, you can't have the same packages in two different modules. You also have this caching going on that's violating the reflection capability. Or it's, it's all a, a symptom of dash dash illegal dash access equals warn. Yeah, well, there's two, there's two parts to it. Yeah. One's the split packages. Yeah, the split packages, thank you. And so um, Gro Groovy is structured in modules, and they, they were never meant to be Java modules. Right. And we've got a choice of we could just munch Groovy all up into one fat jar and never never look at modules ever again. Which I bet a libraries do. I bet a libraries are going to go that way. In fact, um, that's the strategy for quite a few. Yeah. yeah. And, and even Maven itself is um, 
<laughs> talking about yeah anyway that's i'm not not making it fat but never never doing the module thing for maven yeah it's just yeah, anyway it's that's like the, the old c plus plus the, the c programmers who said i'm adopting c plus plus they took their entire program put it in a main you know in a yeah, class. yeah yeah right yeah yeah. Um, yeah so um anyway that's that's a, that's a whole podcast issue in its in itself right um so the split packages things we've got a way that we can make our um thing conform mm. and we're there's probably two options we're down to choosing between and they've got slightly different impacts on the user base. So do we um, do a bit of extra smarts in the compiler um, and make people have much less pain mm -hmm. but require them to maybe recompile mm -hmm. or do we require them to convert some of their package import package names and stuff or not? So we can, we can make the compiler, for instance, um, we're going to move um xml slurper into groovy.xml as its package rather than groovy util mm, right now we can make groovy.xml.star an auto import oh if we wanted to yeah all right okay and then people won't people can just recompile up under the new view and they'll be fine uh -huh. we can allow people to leave their inputs as they are and the compiler will just know whenever I see groovy util XML slipper, I'll just rename that to groovy XML XML slipper. Magic going on under the hood. Yeah. 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 So there'll be a list, a list of his, the, the, um, legacy renames that will automatically do for you. And, um, but it'll exist in the right place at the right time, mm -hmm. but that breaks binary compatibility. If you've already compiled your class yeah, and it's right. got, you know, if you've got a return type that says groovy.util.xml slipper, um, there's still a binary compatibility issue there. So we do we nudge people a bit further and say, no, you will have to recompile and it will be binary breaking. Um, and then we can make the compiler much dumber because you'll have done the work anyway. And we will warn you and we'll have deprecated versions of stuff. And mm -hmm. we, we can put a groovy util XML super back in core so that if people don't go and do our advice, it'll still be there, but you won't you won't be using the groovy xml module you'll just be using the groovy core module and, update and it's, depre it's deprecated and um it'll go away eventually and so uh -huh. at some point you have to convert but it's up to you then to pick do you want it but yeah and so so that's one part of the equation mm -hmm. and that's a, that's all well underway and it's just um it's just a bit of engineering work to do and some discussions to be had because we want our all our users to know what's going to be coming in three mm -hmm. and be prepared for it and right. not face the two days of banging your head against yeah, the wall, right. which which uh, <laughs> you had to do for the for, for the uh, XML bind stuff. Um, so so that's all good. The other part of the equation is Groovy does some smarts um, for its meta class when it's looking up stuff at the start. When it when it starts up, it says, "Oh, well, I don't want to be really inefficient when you're using meta class. So I'm going to go sniff around, find all the info that I need, cache it all away." Yeah, the warning is always about some cache class. Yeah. But if you if you go and fix that cache class, it goes to the next thing. So there's a few oh, okay. there's, a, there's a few places where it'll be impacted. But anyway, um, yeah. So um, again, we've got some good solutions to that that we'd prefer not to do, which dumb it down or make it slower or whatever. Mm -hmm. And we're working on some other solutions, and some of those involve having discussions with Oracle. And oh, um, really? Yeah. Yep. Okay. There's some discussions that are taking place about because they've said. You know, the, the, the story is um, you don't use unsafe anymore, don't use this, right, right, and we'll right. provide you alternatives. Well, 
yeah, we've shown them our scenario and there is no alternative. Ah, okay. And they said, well, we might give you an alternative, but yeah, don't count on it yet. <laughs> oh, so if we keep going back to them enough times, there might be an alternative. Um, and that would make our lives easier and simpler, but we can't rely on that being there. So right. we're looking at other alternatives, but it's, it takes us time to go through them. And it's one of those things that um, it does take time because you, you progress things to a certain extent and fix one part of it and then the next layer of the onion now appears and you say oh yeah we have to now fix the, the next part of it as well and so it's taking some time and it will and we haven't got a i can't tell you how long it's going to be or the yeah. final solution but what i can say is that um at uh in copenhagen great conf eu uh Jochen and i had some really good discussions about Jochen teodoro yep black drag um, Black drag, yeah. We had some good discussions about the fertile areas that we're we're trying to head down in this space, and yeah, let's have to say watch this space, and hopefully we'll have some good news. Well, I think all anybody really needs is to know that this is being worked on. It will be resolved, and it will be resolved before it breaks. You know, before yeah, so, they say so, we can't do this anymore. So two yeah. five works. Um, yeah, with some internal tweaks that I do to, mm -hmm. to use a. Experimental version it's of a workaround. Yeah. To, it, it it works fine on eleven. So so it's not. Oh. So yeah, there's even two five, isn't in risk of these things actually going away anytime soon. Mm. It still has the warnings. But well, the warnings. I honestly, I wonder why Gradle isn't doing more about that. That was what surprised me when Baruch talked to both uh, Guillaume and Cedric Champeau because I know Cedric is at Gradle and he knows Groovy really well, but I know that. Gradle has, uh, I don't want to say a love-hate relationship with Groovy, but they seem to sometimes forget where they came from. You know, they, they mm. don't push it. I, I would sort of phrase it as they're kind of focused on particular things. It's and so much more diplomatic. That was very <laughs> nice of you, you know. And, you know, and again, I, I, the way... Well, but, I, they, and they need to be. You know, if, if the path they're heading down, they do need to have some focus. But well, they're really going to like you. Yeah, that's good. Whereas with me, but see, my fallback is just to assume nobody's listening anyway, so I can say whatever <laughs> I want. But uh, honestly, I'm... My problem is, is the Gradle warning constantly. You know, that, that, that horrible warning comes up whenever I do a Gradle build. When mm -hmm. I run Groovy from the command line, but I have to, we have to mention your new flag. Oh, well, it's, <laughs> it's been there for a long time. Really? I didn't know it existed. Only in three. It's, oh, it's only oh, just but, been put in But this into, flag that will be added, wait it's, a minute. It's in 2.5 now, but it's only just been added to 2.5. Yeah, so if you're but running from well, the Groovy command line, if you say Groovy and then... Yeah, if you're using Groovy Doc, Groovy C, Groovy, Groovy Shell, Groovy Console. Groovy Console too. Yeah, yeah. So you set a... a is it a flag or a system property? Environment. An environment property. variable. Yeah. And what was it called it's again? A, it's just a, it's got a temporary name of... Yeah, but it's great. Groovy turn off Java warning or something like yeah, that. Yeah, groovy turn off Java warning. <laughs> it's, it's, it's trying to indicate that it's, this is a temporary workaround. Yeah, right? we know. Don't worry about it. It's going away. But yeah, if you get yeah, yeah. sick of looking at the warning... people don't yeah. want to see the warnings, they can put the hush flag on and... <laughs> And, um, I think that's great. Now, again, so the problem will be solved in three and three, even though we don't know when it'll be out because we don't, we collectively as a community, we don't know how much time that will be allocated to working on it, right? How many people will be involved, how much time they're going to be able to dedicate to it yeah. and, and the number of things you want to fix. But we do know that before suddenly Oracle makes illegal access equals error, you know, before they finally say, that's it, you're done. 
this will be fixed. Yeah, well, we, we know what our fallback is, yeah. which is the slow version we don't want. Right. And if push comes to shove and, the, and it's going away, we'll fall back to that. And say, we'll but, fix the speed later or whatever, but correct. at least it'll run now. You correct, know? yeah. Yeah, all right. So, it, again, that's just very reassuring to, just to hear that somebody's got a plan. Yeah, it's just a, it's just a slow process. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I know people are frustrated that things aren't happening quicker, but I'm, I'm just as frustrated because I've yeah. got a big to-do list and, a, and I'm excited about all the stuff that's getting done, but I just see this long list and, yep, there's plenty more to happen. Well, which is another reason to appeal to the community to say, look, I mean, yeah. if you don't know what to do, there's a you're willing to tell people, hey, these are our priority list. Here's the here's the mm -hmm. list of issues, and you mm -hmm. even probably be willing to review or to help or whatever. You know, willing to accept pull requests. Yeah, yeah, if you're willing to give it a try. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, you know, no, I think you'll find the groovy, uh, groovy dev community is not one that's going to bite people's heads off. No, if they have very a go friendly. And, Go and try to do something. We can say, well, yeah. Which means I ought to find an issue and see what I can do. But I haven't yet. Yeah, but, yeah. but we'll see. You know. So at least things are moving along that path, and we know roughly what three. Yes. I mean, I don't even know. This probably isn't the time to get into all that because we're, you know, we've already talked about two five a lot. Three is going to be on our schedule for Another quite some next, time. Next, yeah. But. From everything I've seen, even looking at the release well, notes the, for yeah, that. The big ticket items, the Parrot Parser. Of course. So we can easily mention that as being there. And it's it's um, some great work that Daniel Sun's been doing. And Yes, thank um, you, Daniel. De deserves Definitely. lots of kudos for everything that he's been doing. Absolutely. And that means we'll be able to, in addition to all the benefits of the parser, we'll also be able to use Java 8 syntax Correct. for Lambdas and Many, many, many more things. So yeah. all... Yeah, a whole range of use cases, even some array initialization and some other things, some do while loops, mm -hmm. all for loops of various flavors. So there's a bunch of stuff there that um, if people are cut and pasting from Java, which is still one of the key selling points for, for Groovy is the low learning yeah. curve from Java. Right, right. If they're doing all their Lambda notation, um, they can just bring all that across and use that in Groovy. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it, all this is coming. And of course, there are lots of other features that are coming as well. And we'll get mm -hmm. into those in the podcast many sure. times. On sure. Now, uh, you gave a talk yesterday on testing with yes. Groovy. Yeah. And you did the normal thing of saying, by the way, I'm going to show you a couple of libraries. But if you look at my GitHub repository, what were there, 30, 40 libraries? Over 40. And then you... <laughs> If you go and look in the archive branch, you'll uh -huh. find another 10 or 20. Oh, my goodness. I mean, of anything you ever really want to do in practice, Paul has done, you know, and is willing to show you examples and how this works and everything. And it, I mean, I've been spending a lot of time on testing over the years, and I, there were a dozen things there I'd never seen. I mean, it's just really good stuff, you know. Oh, Glad you enjoyed so it. That was fun. Um, I'll talk to Baruch on the next podcast again about other talks that we saw, but were there any things that you wanted to mention, anything you've seen so far at the conference? I mean, you're wearing a Micronaut shirt, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, Micronaut's a, uh, a great companion technology to Grails for people that, you know, Grails gives you the full stack solution. If you want a nice lightweight microservice uh, solution, uh, Micronaut's a, a really compelling uh uh, they released Milestone 3, was it? Yeah, yeah. So it's still not even 1.0 final out yet. But um, the some of the great smarts that have gone into Grails, people why, why people sort of love using the technology, the same smarts have gone into Micronaut. And there's some really nice uh, work that's been going on there. And I've been uh, sitting off on the side and making sure all the Groovy supports as, right. as uh, 
higher quality as I can, but um, it's it's uh, polyglot supporting, so people can use whatever their favorite language is. They'll probably end up using Groovy sometimes and Java or Kotlin or whatever other times. That's whatever they whatever they uh, feel is appropriate for a particular scenario. Yeah, the startups were everything he said. Jeff Brown said it is uh, his keynote was everything was sub two second. Some things were sub one second, but the startup times were blazingly fast. Correct. Yeah. And the RAM requirements so, so, were very low. So people are saying, you know. Groovy is slow. Well, here I can write a microservice in Groovy, uh -huh. and I can have one second response times. Right. I can write the same thing in, in Java or Kotlin, Scala, and Spring Boot, and mm -hmm. have a thirty-second start time. Absolutely. So, okay, Groovy's and one second. Yeah, okay. It's and if you wanted to play a microservice written in Spring Boot on a cloud provider, you're going to need a, a couple of gigs of RAM or more. You're going to need a mm -hmm. lot, right? Whereas they were doing demonstrations Just with tiny Raspberry Pis and yeah, all sorts of embedded it was scenarios under a hundred megs. I mean like mm -hmm. 10, 20 mm -hmm. megs of RAM or something. I mean, ridiculous Correct. abilities. Now, those were simple apps, but yeah. even as they scale up, they will be uh, very right. low memory requirements. Yeah. Lean, lean and mean. Very lean and mean. And mm. now, the thing I liked is that in addition to this coming along, Jeff said in his talk, uh, newsworthy, I thought, was that they had to do a ton of work to get Micronaut to 1.0 milestone 1 or 2. Yep. And that did pull attention away from Grails to some degree. But now that they've achieved this, the rest of the way they're all planned and they're able to now rededicate resources back to Grails again. Yep. And they're very much hoping that Grails will go to version 4 by the end of the year. And that's going to have the Spring 5 and Spring Boot 2 support and the Java 8 yep. requirement. Yep. Uh, so, And the other thing you mentioned, of course, is the size of the... Um, it's not necessarily the Grails team, but at OCI, the number of people working on Groovy-related projects was up to what, 19 now, something like mm -hmm. that. And growing. And hiring. Yeah, yeah. 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 So uh, any of them in uh, Australia other than you? Not yet. We'll have to work on that, won't we? Yeah. 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 One thing I do want to mention, I mean, I, I got to ask you, um, now you are based in? Brisbane, Australia. Brisbane, which I know is pronounced Brisbane because of you. Brisbane. It looked like Brisbane to me. What do I know? I'm an American. Uh -huh. it's, the uh -huh. fact that I know there's a city called Brisbane is yeah, really we, good for we, an American. Right? We, we don't get it. Yeah. Yeah. We don't get offended when we, but we just smile when when uh, many Americans call it Brisbane when they come visit. Yeah. Well, so, the the people in the U.S. South have a good phrase they use. They say, "Bless your heart." You know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, uh -huh, which is a it means uh -huh. something else. Yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> But uh, you've been there, you say, all your life, right? Yes. So uh, what got you involved in the Groovy community being in, in uh, Down Under, you know, being in, in that area? Uh, was there anything that drove you? What drove you to job? I don't really know that, or I don't know how many of the listeners know much about your background. Okay. Well, Java and Groovy um, very different uh, sure. things. So Java, I was building health um, demonstrators. So I was working for a research center mm. and yeah, the, you have a PhD, right? In correct. computer science, is it? Or something yes. else? Well, telecommunications slash computer science. Of yeah. all things. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, I was object on formal specification of communication protocols. Bless you. So, yeah, nice. so there we go. And my career goal, <laughs> protocol. Okay. my career goal is the stuff that I was doing in that PhD will become relevant to industry. And we're almost there. Oh, really? So we're almost there. So this is good. That's another, that's another. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Um, so uh, um, anyway, to cut a long story short, I was having to rapidly build um, systems that would mimic what a health system of the future would look like. So this was 
back in early nineties, late eighties. When, mm -hmm. when was it? Um, when when did Java come out? But but pre way pre Java one. Yeah. So this was early nineties, mm -hmm. ninety one or something. Sure. And it was Java zero point three or some uh -huh. some really <laughs> early version. No one had ever heard of it before. Um, but we were using it to hack together what you know full online medical health patient records of the future would look like wow. with remote doctors and all the, you know the whole gamut of secure exchange of patient details and everything so we we're rapidly building these things together and all we, hot we, issues now yeah 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 yeah, yeah. and we but we we were a research center and we we're trying to get funding to research into the all the, nutting out all the problems right and so you'd have to go and show someone here's what it would look like and it was a fake totally fake system but on the screen it looked like a real system was operating we told people it's fake it's a rigged demo yeah Fully rigged demo, but um, but it had glimpses of some parts of the technology were real. Sounds like Xerox Park and all that. <laughs> it was very much like that. Yeah. yeah. And in fact, we we interacted with them on a oh, regular, very regular basis. Fascinating. Um, so anyway, that's how I came to to get into Java, oh. and then did training for Java as it became one and all that sort of oh, stuff. Oh, okay. Um, Groovy, on the other hand, was I can blame Dirk for for that. So Dirk Koenig, the for those who don't know, again, lead author on Groovy in Action, among many other co -co -co things. Co-author. <laughs> lead, though. Oh, lead, now he's the co-author on Groovy in Action, right? Two. In, in one, he was the lead, correct. but in two, yeah. You, We're yeah. both sharing sharing the uh, naming rights. My apologies. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I had to negotiate with Dirk to uh, to uh, get that. Well, anyway. you got to, you know, got millions of dollars to split. I get it, you know, so. <laughs> yeah, we've talked about that. You'd have a bigger things. team, wouldn't you, if that mm -hmm. was the case, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I can afford two coffees a week for my royalties, whereas right. you can only afford half uh, a one, coffee. Yeah, exactly. Half, half a coffee a week. And not at Starbucks, right? Ah, uh, okay, yeah. Okay, instant, so you... Instant coffee. Just, um, so, got you into well, Groovy? he got me into a thing called um, WebTest, which was an ant extension. I remember for, that. For testing. And I was, as part of... Um, I, I, I was heavily involved in a lot of agile technologies, and I was promoting testing, What hence my passion for testing in oh, the talks. Okay, so things. that's what triggered that too. And... And I was looking for something that would give my customers nice reports on what or how all the tests work and everything. And web test reporting was fantastic. I mean, oh. I don't think anyone would claim the other parts of the technology were uh, sort of up to scratch these days. But the reporting, it's, it's still as as good as you'll get from the other tools. Wow. Um, and so that's what I was looking for. And I got involved in, in web test and started extending that and enhancing that and doing a whole lot of work on that. What was that written in? Um, that work would have been done in Java, but it, it was an ant extension. Okay, okay. So people could write in, initially XML would be how you configure it up, and then it would be calling into some Java code that we would have written for them. Which, that was a thing back then, okay. XML was a wonderful thing back then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All people those, like that, yeah. Those sharp ankle brackets kept, kept cutting <laughs> us, but yeah, we exactly. still thought it was, a, we thought the pain was a good thing or something, anyway. Okay. Um, so we did that, and then the next phase was, gosh, we need to script this. Using all this XML is isn't quite the um, Excel spreadsheet with a hundred test cases in it. We want to run that, and okay. XML doesn't give us a way to do. It. If only we had a scripting language that could, if only if they could, could read Excel too. Could it could it could easily um, loop through the things out of that Excel spreadsheet? Oh my goodness! And we looked around. We looked at Jython. We looked at JRuby. We looked at all the different ones, and there was this brand new one called Groovy that had come out, and Oh, lo and behold, it let us do all. The, we could read files, we could read websites, we could. Do all Ruby, the, that's in the early two thousands, though, right? It it was very early days of okay, Groovy. But yeah. by then, okay, all right. And so then we. I, that's how we got into Groovy. It was, it was only 
one or two years old when I wow. uh, at that stage. I didn't didn't become a commuter for like a year later, but I was using it mm. back, uh, for the, for a little while, and I was still working on the web test stuff. Ah. And then I decided, well, actually, this groovy thing's got a, a lot more utility in many in my the, the customer problems that all my customers were facing. I can make them super productive using this stuff, and so. Um, had many successful consultancy years showing uh, some people in Brisbane and other parts of Australia so how what, to use Groovy. What yeah. led you to create, is it, how do you pronounce it, a CERT? A CERT existed before all of this. So it was, oh. it's just my own company. So it stands for Advanced Software Engineering Research and Training. Oh, I just assumed there was an Australia in there somewhere. So it's no? Advanced Software Engineering and Research, and, research training. and Training. Okay. And that's sort of the the heritage that I came from. and you know, all the different roles that I've had have sort of been related to that. Mm -hmm. But it's sort of, uh, these days, it's sort of like a little shelf company that sort of sits there and is mostly just myself. And um, some contractors. A little yeah. little bit of stuff. A little but bit. Yeah, but much. now you're working with OCI, of course. That's right. Yeah. So when did that start again? Been a couple of years, I think, now? So I, I think, yeah, over a year, because I was, last year's conference, I was, I was OCI. That's right. That that was, right. Yeah, you were OCI last but, year, uh, as fairly, I recall. Fairly recent, is that right? Now you're only, but you're only half time there, right? Yeah, yeah. Or is there is there some arrangement for a certain number of hours? Or I mean, yeah, the details aren't important, but okay, yeah, their yeah, contributions yeah. very appreciated. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, and, and so I get to work on Groovy. So you're um, the only person I know who's funded to work on the language. You know, at the moment, yeah. At the moment, there's some yeah. other discussions happening. So hopefully, oh boy, what a teaser! Yeah, okay. Well, uh, it don't uh, don't. No, no, no it's a uh, teaser. Th th That's all right. There's well, no one promising to put ten people on the project. Don't get too no, excited. Yeah, right. But um, there's it's a great community, and it's it's just good to see that people who have um, been benefiting from Groovy are sort of having a bit of a think about how they might support it going yeah, when, forward. So. When Pivotal decided no longer to fund all this, hmm. there were really only two casualties from my point of view. One was Groovy Grails Tool Suite kind of collapsed, which actually it collapsed a good year before they even announced. You know. They weren't supporting anymore. But the other thing was is that there were no longer people being paid to improve the language. Yeah. Now, at the time, as I recall, there were only three anyway, right? It was mm -hmm. you and Guillaume and Cedric. Although Meg Yakin as well. So it's yeah. four, really. Yeah. Um, so three from Pivotal. Three from Pivotal and Yakin was. was no, I'm, I'm, I've oh, you were the one who you weren't Pivotal. That's right. Pivotal. Yeah, because that was that whole windy path of G to one through Spring Source, through Springs, uh, yeah, Spring Source through VMware, through EMC, through Pivotal, through whatever. Yeah. Mm -hmm. As, as mm -hmm. Jeff Brown says, his email address changed four times. It's basically what happened, you know. Okay. Um, but at any rate, when they left, then those other three had to find other jobs, and and they mm -hmm. did, of course, but they're not funded to work on Groovy anymore. Correct. And you kind of are. Yeah, I am. But you definitely are for the to support the the um, OCI efforts. So for yeah, Rails and yeah. and, and uh, I chip in a bit of my own time on top of that. So. Of course, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, as it would. Well, great. I mean. Um, Thank you so much for being available for this. Is there anything else you wanted to bring up or mention or, or talk about? No, no. I'm, I'm just happy for uh, people's patience while we get I'm, – I'm happy that 25's out. Oh, yeah. I'm happy that uh, with 252 we'll hopefully have uh, find a way I'll most. I'll install it right away. And most and of the um, – I'll try the alpha if you want or whatever. But yeah, yeah. Yeah, we'll, 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 we'll definitely we'll do that. Get you to work. For, yeah, sure. What the heck? <laughs> I'm a one-person company too. And so. then appreciate everyone's patience as we work towards three and very, very happy for any people who want to uh, help help 
us move that along. So. Mm, that'd be great. Yeah, definitely. It's very friendly, as we know. The, the people mm. there is a lot of help out there for those who want it. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you again. I know you've got a long, long flight. Are you headed back to Australia today or tomorrow or whatever? Yep. Today, a couple of hours time. So. Uh, you're going to lose a day in the process or whatever? A lot yeah, of time yeah. zones, right? Yeah, I get no Saturday. Oh, my God. <laughs> so I fly out here on Friday and arrive home on Sunday. Uh, someday I hope to get down there. I really do. It'd be, yep. it'd be wonderful to come visit down there. Uh, but in the meantime, thank you for taking the time to come all the way up here and then mm -hmm. you know, sharing everything with our listeners and, and we'll stay in touch, right? Thanks so, very much. Thank you. Let me hit that. So goodbye, everybody.